howdy do to the good few oh jesus that that can't be the intro that's the first time i'm referring to you guys and i feel like it might end up sticking because it's just corny enough for me howdy do to the good few that's got a nice ring to it right it's just awful enough it's just awful and just cute enough for me i think that's like right up my alley howdy do to the good few um yeah what's up guys Episode 10, we're doing it, it's happening, we're having fun, we're listening, oh, good, good stuff. Dude, we made it! We made it to double digits. I mean, I don't think episode 10, yeah, no, it is, yeah, episode 10 is a, is a milestone, yeah, for sure. Because my initial idea was to have five episodes of this. Like, five episodes and see what happens, and so, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with it, I'm happy. We're at episode 10, it's been fun as shit. Life is great. My life is great. I hope your life is great or getting better. I hope it's at least good when you're listening to this. That's really all I care about, right? Is is how is how good a time you're having while you're listening to this. Cuz I have no control over what's happening in your life at all, but I do have control over what's happening to your ears when you're listening to this podcast. So, so when that is happening, when you're listening to this, I hope that is good. And the rest of your life, you know, you know that I guess that's up to you and fate. And, you know, how, how the universe wants to treat you. What the fuck am I babbling about? Nothing! You know, I'm just talking to my audience. I love you guys. You're the best. So, in the interest of full disclosure, I always like to keep you, you, you the good few updated on what's going on. I have changed the description of this podcast. It's still in line with what this podcast is about, but I think it says it better. Uh, as I've been saying from the beginning, this thing is going to develop naturally. I had a general idea of what I wanted to do with it, but as I put things into practice, I will change things as I seem fit, as I deem fit. Uh, so what wasn't sitting well with me in the description was embracing mediocrity. Basically, uh, that just came out of a line from episode three or two with Stash Makita, Good Times at the Psych Word psych ward where he said uh you've always been about embracing mediocrity he said it as a dig and i kind of wanted to use it as like yeah i embrace mediocrity great it's not really in line with the way that i view things like it's it's a grounding thing for me for sure i think about it as far as like mediocre isn't the end of the world but it doesn't really go in line with what i'm trying to accomplish with this podcast so the new description you could go look at it whatever you listen to uh, where, where, you know, whether it's Spotify or iTunes or whatever, it should read this in the description, but I'm going to read it out loud. So it used to say something like a uh, comedian and actor Stefano Sanzo captures his enthusiasm in uh, for life while embracing mediocrity and everyone else is just trying their best. Uh, or, or sorry, sorry. So here's the, the new, in, the new description is comedian and actor Stefano Sanzo captures his enthusiasm for life while embracing the fact that he and everyone else is just trying their best together with his eclectic group of colleagues. They explore the same idea. Good is good enough. So the two changes being, uh, it used to say embracing mediocrity. Now it says, uh, embracing the fact that everyone is trying their best that is way more in line with my beliefs that's way way more aligned with my beliefs that's more in line with self-forgiveness and putting in the work and whatever the outcome is it's just like how much work you were able to put out it doesn't matter so that's why it's good enough is because of how hard you tried how much effort you put in so that is more in line and it used to say uh exploring the the same idea life is good enough Life is good enough is not really in line with what I was trying to say either. Now it's good is good enough. And what does good is good enough mean is that when you got when you got to a place where you think is good, where you think it's okay, where you think you your work 
your work ended you up in a place that you're comfortable with or you should be comfortable with it because it was good because you tried your best because you put in that effort. So the fact that it's good is good enough. The outcome, whatever happened, it's good enough. So maybe this makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. And maybe I'll change the description more in the, in, in the future. Guys, I'm trying my best. <laughs> I'm being good enough. I'm, I'm desperately trying to make the, well, maybe not desperately, but I'm trying to make this good. I'm trying to make this make sense and be in line with who I am. And I'm still figuring out who I am as a person, as we all should be. You should always, you, I, don't, I don't think you should ever be just, just arrive at this place where like, this is me, gonna be it forever. That's called closed-mindedness. You, you could be happy with, you, with who you are, but there's nothing wrong with wanting to be more, wanting to, wanting to keep going and keep enriching yourself, meet new people, try new things. Improve on things that you thought you were already good at. That is what good enough is about. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, we have a great guest for episode 10 that uh, I'm all done talking about the, you know, all my intro stuff. So to get to him, he's a friend of mine. I wish he was a closer friend of mine in that I wish I got to hang out with him more. But I can't because he does so much damn comedy because he's really damn talented and he's younger than me. And I'm talking like this for no reason. So I'm going to go back to my normal vernacular. His name is Sam Hunter. He, uh, If that name sounds familiar, maybe you've been to a show at the Stress Factory Comedy Club in Bridgeport, Connecticut, where he is the house MC. He hosts a shit ton of shows there. I think most of them. And for good reason. He's a talented comedian and he's just so goddamn lovable. My God, like you just want to give this dude a hug from the moment you hear his voice, from the moment you see him. He's he's the best. I love I love you, Sam, if you're listening to this. I know you're listening to this. You've been very excited about me releasing this episode. And it was a good episode. I promise. It was awesome, man. I loved having you in here. We talked about some real shit. It was great. Uh, and by the way, guys, before you get to the episode, I have to plug this, even though we plug it at the, at the end, uh, he was talking about starting a podcast. Well, he did start a podcast. It's called Sam Hunter's love project. And I believe at the end of the episode, he tells you how to get to it. And I think I could link it in the description. So Sam, send that over to me. Okay. Am I still fucking talking? Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, episode 10, thanks for coming back. You are the best. You are the good few. I love you so much. Let's start the show. Couldn't afford the rights to any songs So I wrote this one We're not the best, but we're good enough Let's start the podcast now It's good enough As a overweight gentleman, may I just say I'm very proud of how you, how you are taking care of yourself, and you're in great shape as as a former fat guy. And I just want to say, oh, as someone who's still in so that much, process, man. fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, I I appreciate that a lot, dude. Thank you. Um, God, I'm not not used to getting compliments, at least on the show, but I appreciate it uh, a lot. Yeah, dude. I um, I'm like six years into it right now, and it's been an up in up and down journey for sure. Uh started yeah i mean at first like for when i first started I lost 100 pounds but like in a year i gained 80 of it back right yeah so i had to really rewire some stuff so that's been a whole thing but uh so introduce yourself bro who are you hi i'm sam i'm sam hunter i'm a comedian sometimes 
most of the time. Most of the times, right? Yeah, you're pretty, pretty much all the time. Yeah, you're pretty good. Uh, in fact, you have a uh, what do you uh, what would you what would you be called? The resident host, house MC, house MC, right? That yeah. makes so much more sense than what I just said. Uh, yeah, if, if any of you have ever been to the Stress Factory in Bridgeport, or even uh, New Brunswick as well, right? Yes. Uh, you may have seen Big Sam Hunter hosting uh, many a show. This kid, th- this dude's putting in work. How old are you? I'm 24. You're 24, so you're t- cool. So you're two years younger than me, and you already and you have a really cool job in comedy that's gotten you to. Uh, you've opened for some pretty pretty big fellas, for pretty pretty heavy hitters in the game, like not not like B list comedians, like people that like other comedians. Like famous comedians look up to these comedians. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and, been, uh, it's been fun. What are some of your? Um, I don't know if I want to get right into that, but like, I definitely want to get right into that. All right, before we get there, always got to ask, what makes you happy, Sam? What makes me happy? Yeah, what, making people laugh. Right, it's fantastic when it works yes. out. Right. Yes, it's re- yeah, right when it works out. <laughs> it's devastating when you try and it doesn't. Surely, it's. <laughs> The balance between the two is it's preposterous. Like, right. like you, how, how much you love making people laugh, but on the on the same end of things, almost nothing hurts worse than when they don't laugh. When oh. people, and even whether it's on stage or off stage, when like something you do bombs. Right. Oof. I think the off stage bomb might be worse. Right. To me, because sure. it's so much more personal. Oh, it's it's yeah. Because you're not you're just being yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you try to be yourself on stage, but there's still like a character that you're yeah, doing you, or something. Yeah. You don't. You're not really normally. Like, you don't have a microphone when you're talking to your friends. So, yeah, you're talking yeah. to a bunch of strangers. Exactly. If I'm just talking to my aunt and I make a dumb joke, like Oof. a self-deprecating joke, and she's like, "You shouldn't talk to yourself that way." Like, <laughs> you're like, "No, you don't." Aunt get Cheryl, it. God you're damn it! You're supposed to play along. Right. <laughs> but conversely, I definitely take advantage of social graces. Where like a lot of people have the etiquette to like laugh to fill silences, and I'll mm-hmm. just like tag a thousand jokes, and even if they aren't enjoying, they're still just fake laughing. And I'm like, that's fucking good enough for me. Right. Sorry for saying the f word twice so early, but that's fine because one, you could swear as much as you want on this, and you've oh, already great. plugged the name of the show, which was great. You didn't even oh yeah, there it. you yeah. go. I can't even take credit for that. People say good enough all the time. Like good it's enough. not. It's almost that's almost like me being like, oh cool, he's talking about the show. Like that's almost as egregious as when uh, Trump tried to trademark "you're fired." Like yeah. that's been said in every movie ever. Right. <laughs> like you can't own a phrase that's like uh, commonplace. I just own. Right. I'm just trying to own the fake spelling of it because I spell it all stupid. It is nice. Well, it's funny because that's how it's actually pronounced. Good enough yeah. from like lazy people. Like, yeah, yeah, nobody really says good enough. It's almost no. always good enough. Good yeah, because what else is what else is what other word could be enough? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Get the e out of there. Let's save exactly. ourselves some time. Exactly. Get to exactly. the giggles. You know, uh, English already already is a massive waste of time for the most part. So I think yeah. it's important that uh, I think it's important that we make our shortcuts wherever we can. Yeah, for sure. Wherever we can. I think we should just communicate in grunts. That would be great, right? Yeah. We had it right when we were cavemen. For sure. That was the shit. Yeah. As as I'm, I've only seen in cinema, which I'm p- pretty sure is historically accurate, even though there was nobody there to uh, witness it. But that's what cavemen did, right? It was just, <clears throat> uh, ah. yeah. Because like, how many emotions do humans have? I mean, a bunch. But like, what are the ones we only need? I have one. Hungry. Hungry. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's all I ever am. Hungry. I want to bang. Which is a weird way of putting it. Definitely. Right Definitely now, just because I'm looking, I'm making a lot of eye contact with you. Uh, it's straight eye contact. Yeah. Well, I don't know I'm okay with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just sort make of people okay uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, great. I don't know how the listeners are, but they'll get over it. It's 2019. It's well, I just hope you're okay with it. Because I do, I have a baby face, but I have uh, 
the under eyes of a 79-year-old's grandmother <laughs> who was a Holocaust survivor. All right, so, well, well, at least that killed my boner. All right, so that's right. good. Yeah, that's I have good. a middle-aged man's ball sack under my eyes awesome. on top of the, uh, the rest of my face being a fucking baby You face. really shouldn't say that about yourself, Sam. Sorry. Man, you're so, uh, you're Cheryl, such a handsome young boy. Yeah, right. Like, I don't think people can see it on stage. Because, right. like, the lights or whatever, they're, like, they're kind of far away. Then they mm-hmm. come to see me in person. They're kind of like, whoa, I didn't know you had the under eyes of a Korean War veteran. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm a sad <laughs> the guy. The horror. Yeah. The horror that this man has seen. Right. <laughs> it's bad. But, hey, you know? Yeah, grunting. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it. That's we all. did it. <laughs> no. Uh, so, so, making people laugh, how, do, how, how would you... So, like, obviously, you're the type of person who wanted to be a comedian a long time ago. Yeah. But what, like, did you discover that you like to make people, like, is there anything else that you're, like, super into? Or, like, are, I find that so many comedians have, like, some sort of hobby or anything like that other uh, other than comedy itself. Like, yeah. Is there, is there something that fuels you other than that? Going to Coinstar and getting over $50. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a lot of coins, dude. Yeah. That's a shit to how, how That's long? my day job. How just collecting change and then going to Coinstar. Oh, okay. That's um that's that that's not sad even in the slightest. It's it's really it's inspiring. Thank you. Uh it's it's inspiring hope into uh into everybody who's listening, which is which is spectacular. Yeah. But uh fifty dollars in, in change, how how long did that take? That a had to long be a time. little Yeah. A it fair gets amount. a little it sounds like such a great idea when you're building up change over time. You're like, I'm gonna be able to go on vacation with this or fill up my gas tank. Like you, you just keep on throwing the change in the bucket, change in the bucket right. over time, over time. And then when you finally go to do it, you realize it's the most humiliating and dumb it's loud. It's so it's loud. It can, and there's no reason it has to be that public. They always have it in like the front of the store. Yeah, but like there's <laughs> it's not by a door. Like no. You have to walk 200 yards yeah. with like a Jack Daniels bottle filled with pennies right. and quarters. It doesn't have to be a Jack Daniels bottle, but if you're a degenerate like and you're trying to <laughs> sell the whole thing. Well, I'm re- I say this. I'm rebounding from degeneracy. Rebounding from degeneracy. Yeah, I'm not a degenerate, but I'm getting, I'm getting back to uh, not being a degenerate. Okay, that almost sounded, transition like, period. That sounded like you were becoming a de- degenerate again. No, rebounding from degeneracy. Okay. I was in that state, and now I'm trying to not be a piece of shit. Not trying. What are you doing to not be a piece of shit? I like that a lot. That's that's a great topic. Uh, trying to love myself. Yes. Yeah. Trying to love myself, which is not easy, because boy, do I hate myself. But I'm trying to put right. water on that fire, you know, which takes a lot of fucking water. Water on the hate. Yeah. Water fire on the fire. That the is hate fire you towards yourself. I got love water. Yeah. Cheers. Sorry. Uh, How long could you get through a conversation with the two comedians without just being directly referenced? I mean, once you said I can say anything, I'm like, wow, I got yeah. I got some cum for you soon. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, I said that before we even started recording. Actually, I was yeah. just in the closet. Yeah, it was it was it was intense. <laughs> that was a, not bad. Never mind. Not bad. Not bad. That wasn't even on purpose. And I just yeah. realized that was like a fun. All right, you yeah. get it. Yeah. No. Okay. So back to hating yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm trying to love myself more, and it's like a byproduct of that is that you just uh, you can ex- like express it's even like subconscious you can like subconsciously express love to the people around you hell yeah the more that love you're just trying to ignite even if oh, it's yeah. not there just the effort you're putting into the love like it's like a second hand thing that goes around oh, yeah. for the people that are around you yep um so that is how i'm trying not to be so much of a jerk um it helps you it helps the way you see yourself a lot when you just give it out it's one of those things yeah. uh, i don't know you could say some universe shit but like you know what what you put out you also attract and like if you're trying to get like if, if you're trying to inspire love in yourself or love towards yourself just giving it out man just yeah, like sure. telling dude it 
Compliments are fucking free. They're yeah. free. It doesn't cost you anything Hell to say a nice thing right. about a person. Like, and that's a great thing about that is that if you if you deliver a compliment in a in a, in a like a, a well timed way, it can make the person feel good. So you're expressing the love that we we're talking about, right? And you can also get a laugh. Yeah. The other day, a lady walked right by me. I was working at the club, and I had to like I have to like, collect these exit tickets mm-hmm. to make sure everyone paid their bill. You right. know, and I was like, hey. Love that blue headband. She goes, oh, thank you, baby. And oh. she laughed and walked away. She was a white woman, but... Okay. No, she wasn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why she sang it, but hey. Yeah. Black people have soul. It's fun. They do. Yeah. They do. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so I got like a laugh and a smile. I'm like soulless white people. Go yeah, on. <laughs> I know. Soulless whites. <laughs> you sluts. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if you... Like, complimenting is a great way to get a laugh and also make someone feel better. Yeah. And that's like a win-win. It is. Because like, that's like a person-person thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for whatever reason, I mean, that feels good off stage, but for whatever reason, getting a super fucked up joke to work on stage where it makes people actually feel like confused yeah. because it goes against their morals and their beliefs, oh, yeah. but still makes them laugh right. is like doubly amazing. Yeah. Because it's objective, like not objective, but it's like, well, it's, it's like people are trying to resist laughing. It's the same kind of thing as laughing in church. There's not a better laugh. Right. Did you ever do church? I don't know what your for a little bit background. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's rough. A little bit. And uh, yeah, if you tr- if you try to hold back a laugh in church or like at a funeral or something that you're just not supposed to be laughing at, right. it's the hardest you're ever going to want to laugh in That's your life. A good point. It's yeah. So so when you can inspire that on stage, that right. same type of I don't want to laugh right now, but I have to laugh. Like it's it's the best shit for sure. Uh, not that I would know because I'm not killing it in the same way that you are. But hey, man, we're all at different. I uh, just have enough time to do it. That's true. Yeah, is that true? You don't say. So that's your also your job. Job. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. I have a full time job on top of all this other bullshit I do. Lifting, yeah, for sure. Training for a marathon like a jackass because I have some vendetta against myself. But you know, it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So you you love you you love this whole making people laugh stuff, and you're and you're figuring out loving yourself, right? That's so important. That's so yeah. important. That's that's what this whole good enough thing is about. That right. you know the the whole podcast is about. Just like giving yourself a fucking break, man. Right. So like, are you getting better about? And I'm not pretending that like I know you well. I'm just saying like I understand these pitfalls because I too had to rewire my brain. Right. So are you like getting better about like not punishing yourself mentally for s- things that are forgivable? Yeah. Self forgiveness. I mean, that's an important one. Yeah. That's that's a tough one. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like hard as fuck for me. Uh, because I put a lot of pressure on myself and I have like high expectations for myself. Right. Even though for the past like two and a half, three years, I've just been only failing, which is fine. Cause that indicates, well, that's how you're perceiving indicates it, progress. That's how you're perceiving it. Yeah. Well, not even in like standard, just like life. Right. Like I dropped out of college and then I started doing stand up. How's that a failure? Like, yeah. Uh, you lo- you graduating college. Don't you love stand up? Yeah, I do. It's not a failure. So what, what did you fail? But like failing like, like personal relationships and like. Yeah, relationships you, know, you want to you want to keep. Are these toxic relationships or ones that you would like dear? Like, uh, to keep? I mean, they probably weren't that important anyway. Well, there you go. But uh, dude, I we're definitely... already rewiring shit in your brain. Like, so what? You you deloaded toxic people and you stop putting money and time into school. That doesn't matter, right? Yeah, for I'm sure. not trying to be your therapist because I'm not qualified at all. I just right. I just try to. When negativity of any sort comes at me, I'm just boom, boom, boom. Like I, I do everything to like, well, maybe this or maybe that, and right. Yeah, I appreciate that. My cousin's kind of the same way. He's an asshole. Uh, no, yeah, but that's that, that's like 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 the the jolly the juxtaposition thing, yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah, where it's like you're so positive, you're actually an asshole. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I I I really like the other way. Yeah, where I'm like so negative that mm-hmm. it's like 
oh, there's something nice about that guy. There's yeah. something charming about that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. who is filled with uh, self-loathing mm-hmm. and uh, self, you know, negativity. Right. But I'm, tr- you know, I'm trying to find that balance. I think you're doing a good job. Thank I mean, you. the fact that you're acknowledging it, that you're aware that you could be making that improvement, right. you know, and that, uh, yeah, that you could that you could be making an improvement. That's like that's like the first step. It's just like acknowledging, like, oh man, yeah, I'm not. This isn't like sustainable, or, right? You know, no, definitely not. Yeah, you're talking to a 24 year old who is overweight and smokes cigarettes. This is certainly not sustainable. Yeah, you're doubling and down, I gotta, man. Yeah, I got to change. I'm, I'm glad I never went down that route. I was heavy, but never was like. Never, that's like burning the candle at both ends for sure but like the the bad candle like that's not yeah i'm i'm the bad candle <laughs> you're a naughty <laughs> candle sam you're so handsome why don't you <laughs> be your aunt that was a yankee candle time. it would just be camel light butts oh jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's fun mine would just be axe body spray that's true Oof. not that i use axe body worse, spray I, I just am Im- i i embody it as, yeah it's <laughs> true personality. yeah no i disagree you're you're a fun guy oh thanks Axe man. body spray is so bad. Um, yeah. Oh, lost my thought. Yeah? I was like, dude, I got something great. It's going to kill. And then, and then you didn't. I thought about Axe body spray and every person associated in my head with Axe body spray. I'm like, God, oh, fuck all those people. Yeah. If you wear Axe body spray, I'm sorry. I forgive you and I still love you. But. But stop. Right. Please yeah, stop. For sure. You know? Sure. In general, dudes aren't wearing cologne or like any sort of body spray anymore. I found that out. It's like, it's like, if it Smokers are for sure. Smokers are because I actually forgot. I was like, I had it in my car, and I'm like, all right, I'm not trying to smell like a cig. It's like, let's go see Stefano, right? So let me let me just bang bang, and I totally I lost. I'm sorry. That's rough. Yeah, but it's fine. I I could deal with it. You're, you forgive you're, me. Do you still love me? I still love you. Thank I'll you. always love you. I appreciate and, uh, it. <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, man, it's completely fine. Also, you don't. I think there's levels of cigarette stink that you're you're not you're. I don't even notice that. You, like I I forget that you smoke. That's, right. that's where you're oh, at. Cool. But then there's like, I, ideal. I have a lady that I work with who like, I know when she's in the building, yeah. I, I know it for sure. I, I, it's, it's, she, she has a trail of stench mm. and, uh, it's not great. No, it's not great, but, no, um, no. still probably better than vaping. Just uh, those people are in, sure. in, intolerable. Yeah. At least they look cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that that's guy the whole, that doesn't give a fuck. The whole point of nicotine is to look cool. That's the one yeah. giveaway or the one like. The deal you're making is that like you're killing your body, but like all these negatives that come with it. But at least you look badass. Hell yeah! And uh, vapors, they don't. Nope. Just tugging on that USB stick. Right. But uh, I digress. So what's what's going to make the world a better place, bro? Uh, I think people should stop watching the news. I think mass media outlets are ruining the fabric of society. Holy shit. They yeah. Are. So yes. one of like one of like three important things I learned in college before I decided to divorce it, right? Uh, was the cultivation theory, and the cultivation Tell us theory. About the cultivation theory. It's a it's a bigger name than it actually is. It's a simple <clears throat> concept for a multi-syllable theory, name, whatever. Um, cultivation cultivation theory proves that people who watch, can, who consume more mass media, specifically news, are more likely to be afraid of the outside world. Oh, that makes sense. So people who watch one hour of news a day versus people who watch three hours of news a day, the people who watch three hours of news are more likely to be paranoid and they're more likely to be afraid of other people and they're more likely to be afraid of the outside environment that they can't control. And it's fucking with people's heads. That sounds right. Yeah, it's like it's literally dividing the country and people have no idea. Like they don't even know Yeah, that it's like 
making people enemies where they would not have been before. Yeah. And it's because of a fucking TV. Because right. they just eat it while they're watching hot... Like, wait, eat the TV while they're watching hot dogs? Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah. So I put on so much weight. I'm real... <laughs> you gotta cut back on the TV, Sony. Man. Yeah, I know. Plasma. Um, yeah, like, people have no idea. They just, like, put it on the background, not even knowing that it's, like, fucking with their heads. Yeah. And it's, like, ruining... And let's... And, and <laughs> it's, like, our lives. And that use... So that was already a problem years ago, this, this whole infinite news cycle... And being able to like never being able to digest it, but then it moved over to social media as well because that's yeah. where you could get. You don't even need to be in front of a TV to get this constant stream of. It's not even new. Like I'm, I don't want to say fake news because that term got hijacked by idiots. Right. But like it's just like it's not even actually news. It's just something that they could be feeding you. Yeah. Like it's something to be put into that dopamine drip that we need constantly because we've grown so accustomed to having some sort of instant gratification in front of our faces. But like. Right. If you read the cont, like, so you look at the words and they make it sound crazy. Breaking. You put breaking in front of any sentence, automatically it sounds important to us. We're right. just conditioned from, like, news for, 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 from, for decades. Breaking news meant, you know, it was something serious. You take that out of it and you analyze it a little bit better. Nothing really happened. Like someone had a conversation, someone mentioned something, but it gets overreported in a way because like they need content. They need, they need, we're, we're, we're addicts for it. Like I saw the other day, some dude in the current administration mentioned that we should change, that he would like to make an, uh, an amendment to the poem that's on the Statue of Liberty and have, have it include, uh, something like to, to people who got here legally or something like that. Like they are tired, you're poor, you're old masses and people spread the story around. Like we, like, like someone had went up on the Statue of Liberty and chiseled it in. Like they Uh. made, like the BBC was reporting it in a way that seemed like that happened. Yeah. When all it was like, like some idiot said it in a conference, like, but somebody made a day of it somebody needed to write that report you know no, yeah, i come up with shit and it's like it should just be called bad news yeah you never turn on the news and it's like hey like like local news like hey in shelton a socially, right a socially awkward bore you know 27 year old man named tim finally had the courage to meet a lady and they liked each other and he lost his virginity no Good for you tim it's always like hey someone you don't know and have never met and you will never know in your life and doesn't concern you at all was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So now you just have to feel sad. Yep. There's really no action for you to take There's unless no- you're outside scanning license plates. There's that you nothing. So you just feel like nothing shit, and then do. you get scared because you think of like your cousin's kids and like my parents mm-hmm. and what if people come just, to my house? It's yeah, just like creating like this paranoia. Just, yeah, instilling that exactly, making you feel like shit for no reason. And for then what's on the mass level of like like the biggest part of the country where it's like some you know like like the like you know horrible things that are happening in 38 states away or even across the world that you just have to process and feel like shit about when if you weren't seeing that, you would have no idea. And if you just turn the TV off, you'd just be like, hmm, I've, ha- I've made better sauce. <laughs> exactly. But instead, you're like, oh man, we got to go overseas and gotta, fuck these people up. Got to give them some sauce. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's so, it's so, please stop watching the news. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference in your life. At all. If something is actually important in your life, you will know about it. Oh, yeah. You will find out through word of mouth if it's actually important. It's so true. If you deleted Twitter, if you Facebook all of it, if you just had a phone for texting, right? Yeah. Got rid of your Facebook. Every form of mass communication, right? Just got rid of it. Yeah. You would know about all the important stuff at the same exact rate as everybody else constantly scrolling through. Right. Somebody would text you. 
Somebody, hit, Somebody you know, will let you know. You might be five minutes late, but is it worth depression? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's really all, that's really like all you're, you're trading. Making yourself upset and making yourself paranoid and, like, you're, and it's, it's dividing people on, like, s- such a big yes. scale. Well, and dividing us over the dumbest shit. Dude. The, all right, so I'm probably releasing this like in a week or two. So, so this is st- this should still be relevant. Yeah. There's a fucking chicken sandwich war going on. Right. You know about it. Sure. And because Chick Fil A has an incredible spicy chicken sandwich, Stefano, how could you? It's fucking delicious. Like we all know that they make delicious chicken. That's great. Okay. That number two. Correct. And they are known for uh what, what they're supporters of the Trump administration or they're oh oh no they hate gay people. I don't know if they hate it's gay both. people. I don't yeah, probably both. Well, they like usually come, who has those like are a, usually pretty related. And true. and there's there's like a direct correlation on a graph. But yeah, yeah, that that's what it is. They they uh they're they're very religious organization and as we know a lot of religious organizations are not too friendly of the gays and I think yeah, they somehow Somehow are uh, are doing yeah I, I don't know it exactly but I know that if you eat at Chick uh, Chick Fil A you hate gay people right right agree on that okay yeah. cool that's and why now, I go there exactly because you are a monstrous homophobe with yes. your uh, you have a sister who's a lesbian right yes right yeah so that's uh, obviously you hate <laughs> <laughs> thank you for clearing that up because yeah. if you just rolled by that people are like oh he's a bad guy yeah no I, I really problem with having a really dry sense of humor yeah, you yeah, say yeah, something yeah. that's wildly incorrect yeah. in the same voice and people are like is that and later he on really thinks that? later on your lesbian sister might have come up naturally and they'd be like oh that's why he's saying saying yeah. that oh he doesn't like um, but I I just I knew it already so I'm like might as well throw that in there because I don't want anyone hating Sam Hunter as thank much you. as Sam hates himself. Oh boy! But to go on to get to con- continue explaining, so now Popeyes has a spicy chicken sandwich that yeah. rivals Chick Fil A. Apparently, I don't eat any of this stuff because I am a recovering morbidly obese person. Don't yep. need to be testing which which chicken sandwich is the best. That's a fact. I don't need to roll down that rule. Just like an alcohol alcoholic doesn't have to try to figure out which person is making the best spiced right. seltzer. It'll just lead to sucking dick for meth. Anyway, yeah. Um, I like how you said in recovery. By the way, I've never heard someone refer to that. As like being like overweight, but it's like the it's the absolute truth. Oh yeah, no, no, it's like the same addiction as anything else. Oh yeah, it's the worst addiction. It's excuse me, holy shit. Let me pump my brakes okay, before I see everyone you. throws their phone. Go off. I it see a, you. It's a it's a it's so it is an addiction. Fuck yeah, it is an addiction. Now you're like, well, it's not as bad as drugs. You know, dr- drugs could kill you in one shot. It's true. It's true. You overdo it on drugs, you die. You overdo it on alcohol, you die. Problem is with food is you never get to quit food. Right. No, it doesn't matter how much weight you lose. doesn't matter how fit you get. Yeah, I'm training for a fucking marathon right now. I ran 18 miles Saturday and then did a seven-mile hike. Like, I'm a, I'm a fit dude. I could be obese again in, like, weeks. Yeah. Literally, it's that easy because I have to eat the thing that I'm addicted to every day. Right. You can't break an addiction of something that you have to eat, uh, that you have to constantly intake. So that's that's the whole... That's what makes it so hard. Right. But uh, back to this whole fucking stupid ass debate. Um, and yeah, people are just divided over. Like people, there's stupid arguments on Twitter over these two goddamn chicken sandwiches. What is right. it? Ma- like you're not actually supporting your presidential candidate by buying a sandwich. That sounds so stupid when I say it out loud, but that's exactly what it's being boiled down to. I know. It's pretty silly. And people who are like boycotting different businesses who support uh, the president. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, it's like it's you know. Not... Okay, you know why? It doesn't matter if they support. It's not just this guy. Yeah, it's that he's a Republican, and they have more conservative, like, policies. Right. And it's gonna benefit 
people who have a bunch of money. Yeah. Because if like because they have a shitload of money and they don't want to throw it all away on taxes. So obviously they're going to support the Republican candidate, yeah. whether it's Trump or somebody else. So like, is it really making a difference? I don't think so. Like unless it, I mean, I can see how pro, like it, but I think it's misled. Right. I think those people are fucking making, a, 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 you know what you should be mad about? Amazon paying zero dollars in taxes after making billions in just profit. Yeah, that's pretty Not, rough. That's, that's what you should be upset about. Mm. Not a dude who has a bunch of money who just doesn't want to tax, like get all the, like, the taxes. He still gets taxed heavily. Right. He or she, ladies can do stuff too. They can. Ladies they might be CEOs, you know? And it's like, yeah, you don't have to agree. Like, <sighs> so it's all, all over the place. I think people, I can appreciate the energy that people put into change into our country. I think a lot of it is misled. I think people need to slow down yes. and prioritize a little bit Dude. and place values on what actually matters and then take action. I Correct. think we need to do a little bit more of just thinking before firing off the hip, which um, is um, it's silly to watch. It is. Yeah. And I, I'm so glad you said prioritize. That is such a huge part of this because outrage is extremely useful if you do something with it it's potential yes. it's it's a weapon but like all right if you're getting militant over a chicken sandwich you're wasting your fucking life yeah if you're if if, if you're if you're even talking for one second about boycotting a business like like uh the the ceo of jimmy john's turns out that he hunted an elephant once great right. who the fuck was eating at jimmy john's do we really even have to discuss yeah, right. this like like why do i know that because it was fed to me i didn't ask for this information right. i didn't need to know that the ceo of jimmy john's killed a fucking elephant right. nobody needs to know it but now everybody knows it and apparently we're not supposed to eat at jimmy john's there because right. of that has nothing to do with the fact that it's probably terrible food yeah i know people are extending outside people like berating them for eat like going into a jimmy john's like yeah. that person is just trying to get a sandwich and what you could be doing is f finding a way to get politicians to fund Planned Parenthood. Or call up your grandmother. <laughs> you or, could do that. You or, could do that, or, too. Or, or go for a walk. There's so you many more that. things that you could do if that I get, are productive if that I get, aren't that. If I get the number two from Chick-fil-A, it's not a vote for Trump. No. It's, it's I like just the delicious. food. Yeah, it's not me. It like, tastes good. It's not me calling my sister and be like, you fucking lesbian yeah. Gross. No, I like the chicken and they have good customer For, service. Guys, if anyone has ever proved how not homophobic they are, that was Sam right there with just... That was the worst insult I've ever heard in my life. You couldn't even <laughs> fake insult uh, your gay sister. You're like, I, I love you so I much. <laughs> I, took, I mean, it took us like 23 years to realize we actually like each other. Aww. So now I'm not trying to break the bond, you know? That's important. Yeah. So if, if you were lesbian, I'd call you something else. I, I'm not know why. Just being in this room with you, this is what I'm talking about. Normally, I'm a fucking depraved weirdo. I say horrible shit, usually for comedy right. purposes, you know. Uh, but even we're sitting here talking about love and making things better. I'm like, you know what? Let me put that bottle down for a second. Yeah, man. Well, that's... that's. Let me put the ironic insults down that's for a minute. And let's talk about that's love what I'd and like jizz. To do. That's... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that's what I like. No. Yeah. That's what... Um, that's that. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, whatever personality that you're surrounding yourself with, you definitely tend to... Uh, You'll you'll take in some of that. You'll bleed it off. Yep. You know. You'll you'll. I mean, I don't normally talk about jizz, but I'm talking about jizz today because you're here doing. Nice. You know what I mean? So like, I have some on my shirt. Exactly yeah. covered in it actually. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man. Like that's that's kind of why I like bringing. I'll bring in anybody. I think artists. I want to get fitness people and and comedians. But like, comedians are are so hell bent on like forcing the joke. I find. Yeah. 
it just like, oh, I'm doing a thing. There's a microphone in front of me. Right. It better be funny, 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 funny. But I was like, it's not just comedy that brought you to where you're at. Like, right. I like to, I like to get the deeper levels of people. And also, and, those people, I appreciate that. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Just to make a quick comment. Those people probably aren't funny. Yeah, that's true. If they're under the pressure to constantly be funny, like, oh, I gotta prove myself. I gotta prove myself. Yeah. That's like that's like the small dick energy version of comedy. That's true. Like, yeah. like people who are funny, myself, don't have to just sit here and be like, gotta make, gotta, gotta get a joke out, gotta make some final what laugh, gotta do big something. Dick swinging comment that yeah, was people but, are funny myself yeah right my 100%. man i don't want to break my back sucking my own dick but i'm going to <laughs> dude bring that all right so bring that fucking confidence to the table next time you get in one of your self-hate cycles dude okay but here's here's it's it here's what it, it's beyond here's it, what dude who beyond, just slammed his comedy dick on the table and be, now he's gonna tell me how horrible he is Go no ahead. it's not how horrible i am it's beyond just thoughts thoughts help actions help Right, doing like this whole process and just putting enough energy into something, there will be some sort of when there's input, there's output. You right. know, it's beyond that, though. It's not totally beyond that. There's, oh, yeah. there's a fraction of Many it. Many pieces of that puzzle. But like the like my biology is to hate myself. Right. Like I was raised to hate myself. Yeah. I was raised. I'm my grandmother is an old country Irish Protestant who raised my dad by herself. And then my dad is a Canadian immigrant raised, you know, and like the cycle just continues. It's not just like waking up in the morning and being like, I'm, you know what, today's the day. I'm going to look in the mirror and say, gosh, darn it. You're nice and people like you and I love you. Right. Yeah. No, it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. It takes a lot of associating good things with bad thoughts. Like, like when, when a bad thing comes up, when a bad inclination of yours comes up, uh, whatever that may be a bad thought about yourself, it's, it's rewiring your brain to figure out other pathways, you know? Right. And like, it's tough. It's hard. Oh yeah. And like, so, um, I was watching this video the other day it made me cry. This is like a Twitter video. Right. It's, I've seen it before. I saw it like a year and a half ago, but like it came back cause it's such a fun, it's such a great video. It's like this little kid who has some sort of disease that is horrifying and he's living through it and he gets like braces. Oh Jesus, these videos. And yeah. he starts walking ah. and his dog is there and the little kid is like, and the dog's got a cane too. No, 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 no. <laughs> the dog's there and the dog's name is Maggie. Right. Of course. And of this course kid's is. just walking for the first time by himself and with braces and is giggling. And he just goes, look Maggie, I'm walking. Oh my God. And just laughs. And I'm like, I could never, bring myself like i'm so deep yeah. into self-hatred i can never bring myself to be like stefano look i'm doing something fun like good yeah i have to like do it in private and be like oh, oh my man. god if everyone sees this i'm so well, embarrassed how to work on myself on the flip side of that man, i i understand on the flip side of that self like that's one of my worst tendencies tendencies is that i'm the complete opposite way yeah there is talk about being a kid there is a video that, of me that exists from like, I'm like seven years old. And like, you ever see something from early on you where you're like, oh my God, it's been 20 years and I'm still exactly that, right? Listen to this, dude. Okay. My brothers, I'm the youngest of three. My brothers are hanging out with their friends in the dining room, right? And it's this old like VHS, like old, old, old video footage, right? Uh, it was on a cassette or whatever. And they're just like joking, messing around, all that stuff. I walk into the room, start listening guys, I walk into the room with no talents, nothing to bring to the table of any real worth, like I don't have a skill, Yeah. I shout, 
hey, everyone, look at me. And then I just kind of like pull my shirt up and start dancing around and doing whatever I can for attention. Fuck yeah. Anyone who knows me on a personal level is probably cracking up right now. Like, holy shit. That's yeah. basically what he does at 26 years old. Started young. Yeah. <laughs> I have a podcast that straight up in the title just describes my mediocrity. I have no right to have a podcast, but I promote it. I put things out there. I, 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 um, I, when I started doing theater a couple years ago, I told everyone I know to go to it. Like I'm right. trying, I'm not a thief. I, I just assumed that I had the thing to do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. like. I, I could use a little bit of humility. I could use a little bit of like, hey, Steph, do that in private. And there's a, I'm getting better about it. No, I think you're selling yourself short there. Because like, this like actually takes initiative and investment. Oh, that's true, I guess. Yeah. yeah. If you were just like picking your nose and you're like, ah, guys, look. You want to see this booger? Well, it's I, like, all right, what the fuck I'm, are you doing? I'm, but like this takes like an investment and thought. <laughs> and like we had to schedule like a meeting to come here. Right, and right. like you're putting money into this. Right. That's uh, true. To, you know? And, like, that's good. Like, theater takes time, and you practice, and it's this thing you're working on. You sell people to come do shows. Even though you might not do it as regularly as I do, this mm-hmm. is I'm a fucking psycho, and I have to do it. Otherwise, like, I lose my mind. Mm-hmm. You're still did it for years now. Yeah, we're on so, a show together this weekend, actually. That's right. Yeah, Saturday. I'm going to have to figure that out. Oh, boy. No, I'm going to do it. Okay. But I might have to go to the club then go to Shell, and then as soon as I get off stage, go right back to the club. But that's fine. I'll figure yeah. that out. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Hell yeah, yeah it's dude. It's going to be fun. Yeah, and like, so that's like thing, and like this, you know, it, it all, that all requires some sort of practice. I guess so. So you fuck yeah, promote it. Who cares? Right. It's not like you're like, if you're promoting things that you're proud of, whatever. Well, that's the problem. I'm proud of fucking everything. That's true. <laughs> I'm I, proud of I'm, too much. No, but I'm like kind of jealous. I'm kind of jealous of that. Because, like, when I, like, say, hey, everyone, look at this, it's almost drawing attention, almost always drawing attention to a flaw or, like, somehow I embarrass myself. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm, like, I'm about, I have a podcast in the works, and I have to, like, I've, like, done, like, a couple trial recordings with, like, some other comics or like, mm-hmm. just myself, and I have to re- remind myself that I am trying to sell a product. Right. Because, like, as soon as I turn on the microphone, I'm, like, hey, just just what nobody wanted, a podcast from a shitty comic... Who lives in his parents' basement. Right. Isn't that fun? Isn't it? Yeah. But I listen to it again. Like, who would even continue to listen to it's it after point. I've said that? Well, even I mean, though that's like how, like, the part of me, that's how it actually feels. Right. But honestly, that's just, that's not, not necessarily a growing pain. No matter what you do on the first thing, you're going to look back on it and be like, oh, God, that was fucking terrible. Like, yeah. like this is only, uh, what is going to be, like, episode seven or eight? I don't know when it gets released. But, like, in episode one, my first intro, I'm like, um, uh, uh, mm, and I, uh, uh, like, it was terrible. Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't realize what I was doing. But, yeah, it just sounded so goddamn bad. And I'm not sure how great all the other intros are. But at least I'm not rambling as much. Right. But, yeah, man, that's a thing that you said. And maybe due to this conversation, you'll cut yourself a little bit more slack and, uh, and, uh, realize that you're oh wait here it goes you're good enough thanks man good <laughs> enough you really good enough good enough was recorded in front of nobody i was gonna say live studio audience but it's just you and i i guess we're technically a live studio audience right yeah we're live in a studio yeah and we have to listen yeah to and we're other. an audience to each other that's right? right we don't need to pontificate over what uh, a live studio audience is yeah, there's no fine. there's no laughs track in here guys you know when to laugh it's when we tell bad jokes and you feel bad yes Anyhow, um, yeah, man, what did that even come, where, where did that even start from? What are you talking uh, about? You said, how does, how do we make the world a better place, I think? Oh, right, yeah. So, 
Stop listening to the news. Yes, stop watching that's, the news. Stop watching the news. That's actually a really good one, man. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, we just touched feet there. We did. I'm and hard. now there's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> just like that, guys. Bad uh, time to wear gym shorts. Right, right. So you're not from America. You piece of shit. Whoa, Communist. Dude. I'm holding you to task. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This is a gotcha podcast. And, and we're here to talk to you. About your false citizen. No, I don't know what that is, but I know no, that you're I'm not a citizen, from here. baby. You are a citizen. I wish I wasn't, because then I would call ICE and be like, please bring me back to Toronto. I don't want to be here anymore. Please <laughs> right? deport you, you me. You said you just had a great trip back there, huh? Hell yeah. Um, I was born in Toronto, moved to Toronto, Connecticut uh, when I was young. Um, uh, five, four or five, I think, something like that. So I've been like in the Northeast my whole life. Yeah. Like I have the personality of someone who's like a shitty Northeast asshole yeah you're not a canadian i'm not like a hey how are you but you're like yeah i guess you are like a canadian northeasterner that's exactly how like, yeah like it's i could see you at I a base i have good manners yeah you had a base of being a decent person yeah it's there but you've been hardened by the you know right by being in connecticut which yeah. is but you've been in connecticut the whole time since you've been yeah, in this yeah. country right it's like different towns in connecticut yeah 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 like i'll hold the door and say hey yeah, that's pretty go. Canadian. And then, like, as they walk away, I'll be like, "Fuck your mother." Yeah, and that's the northeast side. Yeah, the uh, oh, god damn it, I have so much anxiety about holding doors open because, because, like, I don't, I don't know if I'm holding it. To, like, I see someone behind me, and like, obviously, my first inclination is to be nice. I want to have manners, but like, how far away are they? I, I don't want right. to stand all day because you look like a jerk. True, but like, if they're right behind you, and yeah, the I don't. It doesn't take much to say thank you, everybody. If someone holds a door open for you, just like acknowledge that they did a. A thing that they didn't have to and i realize you don't do nice things for the compliments right that's a fun one man what do you think about that ulterior motives when you're like trying to be nice like can you get it out of your head that there's some sort of reward <clears throat> there's some sort of reward for being nice like i think yeah. about this a lot like so you should never expect something back if you do someone a favor and you're expecting something back you didn't do them a favor you 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 made an investment all right so don't get off your high horse you did nothing for them right, right? because you're expecting something back so that's cross that out but then there's this one that i have a lot of problems with so like i i do i often do things for people say you know I, I'm not, I don't talk about the compliments i don't talk about the nice things i do for anybody just like you know i'll keep it to myself but i know that it makes me feel like a better person even if i don't share it on facebook just yeah. doing a nice thing for someone putting someone in a good mood just keeping that inside me and knowing that i did that for him like yeah it's great but like is there something egotistical about that spiritual you know, good feeling you get like that, that, that karma that you're building up. Cause karma is a currency, even if it's like not something you could spend, like you're, yeah. you know, and you know, and you do that good act expecting to feel good about it. Like, is there anyone who's doing nice things for people and feeling shitty every time? No. So how could we give anyone any credit for being nice? <laughs> that's true. That's, I but think I about think... that one. It's a big philosophical question. That's probably unnecessary, but I think about that one. Like they, yeah. anyone who does something nice, they know that they're getting something back. Like, in their heart, in their mind, they're going to feel good, even if they don't share about it. Right. So. No, um, I don't think it's egotistical. Well, I mean, it could be. It could be, But, right? like, who gives a shit? Nobody. Yeah. Only me. I mean, like. I don't it, know why I'm going over this. Yeah. But it's. it's it, it, No, I'm not trying to discredit your, like, your, that you bring this up. I, I don't have any credit whatsoever. There's okay. nothing to discredit. All right, great. I'm a master of nothing. Hell which yeah. is why I have Aziz a podcast. Aziz show. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, master, master of none. none. Yeah, right. Fuck. I didn't mean to plug Aziz. But. That's okay. Great show. It really is a great show. You got in trouble for plugging somebody else. Hey All right. And um, we're out, folks. Yeah. That's been another episode. Good enough. <laughs> Next week, somebody who's not cracking hack jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I'm Canadian. Went to go see my grandma. 
It was great. It was like way the fucking Northern Canadian Ontario. Grandma? Canadian How grandma. How fucking nice are Canadian grandmas? I have oh, to this assume one, they're saints. Well, <laughs> I come from a weird family. <laughs> I, I can imagine most Canadian grandmas are very nice. And she's a sweetheart of a lady. But like there's no... Like, like Dan Soder has a joke about like calling your grandma and having like a grandma voice. We're like, right. "Hey, Graham, I'm still your little man." Yeah, you know, there's none of that. <laughs> like, she's like a blunt, honest, like no bullshit type of lady. Like, she's like 80 years old. Oh yeah, she looks like Yoda, kind of. That's pretty cool. Yeah, she's does a, she do, she's does fucking she do Jedi sick. tricks. Uh, no, she has a hard time walking, but, uh, well, I guess Yoda did too. Yoda did too, but like when he needed Jedi to. mind tricks. Really. Okay, yeah, because she's smart as fuck. She's like. Just very honest and like it's about the truth. She's not about right. to lie to anybody, and she doesn't care about how you feel. That must be rough. Uh, they'll say things that aren't great. No, but she's still like nice. But it's not like she's like oozing with joy. There's mm. really you know like she's just been through a lot of crazy shit, and she has to live with that. Yeah, and she doesn't like like socializing. She's like a prickly lady. Mm-hmm. She is lives by herself. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's like off a military base on a lake. She. She had the option of selling the land around her house and getting, like, good money for it. And since the property value has decreased, she told me. So she could have, like, cashed in when it was, like, when people were trying to buy it. Mm-hmm. And she kept it just so she didn't have to have neighbors. That is baller as yeah. shit. Dude. So she's not trying to, like... How old was she when that deal got offered? Probably, like, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Like, so she was still like 60. Yeah, you could have a lot of fun at 60 with some cash out yeah, money. for sure. And she, because I'm saying like at 80 years old, if someone's like, hey, I'm going to buy all this land from yours. And I'm like, I'm, I don't, how long yeah. am I going to enjoy this right. money? Like, let me enjoy the, the, the home that I lived on. For but sure. at, at her age, she could have just. It's like retirement shit. Yeah. Really. I'm going to go buy a boat. I'm going to go on a trip. She just didn't want neighbor. Yeah. She doesn't want to like be any like around. Like she lo- just wants privacy and quiet. And like, that's it. But that's just having. That's awesome, though. That's just having a concept of value that I really appreciate that I'm trying to get better at in life. Uh, that, well, it's I think I'm decent at it, and I'm always trying to improve on it. It's right. the concept of, like, val- you don't have to only value money. There are some things that you gain a lot more from if you're receptive. If you're recept- receptive of gaming something that isn't just financial gain, yeah. that could be really, really useful to you. Like, right. I'm... I'm dumping money into a podcast that very well will never make me money. Like I'll try eventually if I have enough listeners, maybe yeah. I'll cash it and do some sort of merch or, or run ads on this thing. But yeah. like, yeah. I'm doing this with the expectation, not expectation, but with the acceptance that it will never make money, whether or not it does, it doesn't matter to me. Right. I enjoy doing it. That's yeah. that there is value in me sitting down with people. I like people. I respect people who have a passion, people who have some, a drive yeah. and gorgeous and face, good sense of humor, gorgeous. decent penis. Yeah. Re- Thank yeah, you. Right. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I enjoy that a lot <laughs> and there's value to that yeah. for me that, that it supersedes the money that I'm spending to keep it going for sure. And I think your grandma, you know, you, you could, you can make it sound like she's a curmudgeon or that she wants to be, you know, alone and left it. But, Ultimately, this woman knows what the fuck she wants. Yeah, she knows what she wants. And that's awesome. And that's just well, to have could, shit her way. Could we be could we all be so lucky to be that uh have that much conviction in our own, you know, and and what we love. Yeah. Like it that's great. She knows for sure that money would not have brought her as much joy as walking outside and not and having to pretend to say hi to Karen walking her stupid yeah. chihuahua. Right. Right. 
And she still has friends. Of course she has but friends. Like, you know, they're not really like... They're over there. They're over there. <laughs> and they come over like once a week and they hang out and it's fun. And then they're like, okay, perfect. bye-bye, see you later. You perfect. Know? And then she's back to reading or whatever. So here's like the type of lady she is. And this is going to get... Uh, it's going to be... I'm going to foreshadow. I'm actually just going to give the whole thing away. It's going to get sad. Then it's going to get emotional, which is, I guess, sad. And then it's going to be funny. Okay, right? cool. So I hope you're all sitting down. If you're driving, pull over because you might sh- weep and shit your pants. Sam Hunter, everyone. Thank you. So, um, my mom passed away when I was super young, right? And this is my mom's mom. That was the sad part. Go on. Yeah. For sh- well, yeah. I was almost being a really fucked up joke, but I can't when I'm looking you at you. You can make all the fucked up no, jokes you I want, can't. man. I'm trying to be, you know. Right. Okay. Whatever. Mom dead. Dead mom. <laughs> dead mom club. <laughs> <laughs> so she Comedians. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay, yeah. go on. <laughs> Somebody love me, please. Um, <laughs> she passed away when I was really young, and this is her mother. Right. So, like, it's super fucked up that we're both, like... Oh, grieving the loss of this important person, you. Kind of, but it happened, like, 21 years ago. Right, still. But, like, we we really don't, like, see each other that much because she lives 10 hours away. Right. she's too old to come down here, and I'm, like, young, and I was in college, so I couldn't really go anywhere, and then, like, now I don't have any fucking money, so I had to go to Coinstar for gas money. Right. So I could drive up there, you know? And um, we didn't really talk too much about my mom because we've, like, had visits where, like, we got it all out, you know? Right. I would complain about my dad and then finally come to the agreement that he stayed around, which is good enough. Nice. Thanks. And, um, you know, and, like, there's nothing you can do. She's fucking gone. She's, you know, whatever. And, um, but uh, my sister went to bed. Her girlfriend went to bed. And it was just me and my gram. And we were, we were just, like, laying around. We were watching Sunset. Well, I guess it was after sunset. We were just, like, hanging out, like, whatever the fuck we were doing. Mm-hmm. And there was something that I wanted to, like, ask her. Be like, how, like how, basically, how do you deal with this shit? Because she went through not only losing a daughter, she went through, like, a divorce, then she got remarried, then her husband passed. Like, she's just been constantly going through shit, and she still managed to, like, stay cool. Right. Um, and I pretty much just asked her, like, 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 trying to give her this feeling of, like, when I feel it the most, when I've like noticed my mom is not around the most is when I'm feeling like great joy or pride in something I've done or like I'm feeling like love. Mm -hmm. Like, like if I have a show that I'm really proud of, you know, if I graduated high school, I was like, you know, I would just want like my mom to see this. Like, what would she say? You know, I won some stupid sporting event in high school, you know, two time NBL champion and disc and state championship football player. Um, thank you. Like, those times, I'm like, you know, damn, I wish my mom was here. Just for her to basically say, I'm proud of you and I love you. Because that's all it really comes down to. I just want to, like, you know, like, to have that feeling of just seeing her one time, having one conversation. Because she passed before I even had, like, a memory, you know? Just to, like, so I can have it in my brain of my mother saying, hey, you're doing well. Proud of you. Love you. That's it. Like, how do you get over that feeling? You know? Because I just want that conversation. Right. And my grandma, who's smoking a cigarette, has been smoking for 60 years. Chain smoker. Just looks at me and goes, well, Sam, it's just not going to happen. I was like, God <laughs> Holy damn, cramp. Like, she does not fuck around. Lay it down. Dude. She does not fuck around. Right. And, like, even though that's, like, mean. Right. Which, it, it's not. It's just the truth. Mm-hmm. It was still like, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah. And I got to just accept that. God damn. Yeah. Cool lady. Yeah, she seems cool as shit. Also, uh, I... I think you should just go out and go go ahead and keep smoking. Sounds like you've got smoking genetics on your side. Yeah, apparently, dude. Yeah, she goes in. Yeah, one <laughs> some of it's fucking hysterical how like how damaging smoking is. But there are certain people who are just she's eighty. Yeah, still kicking. 
Fuck still doing it. the thing. Living by herself. And smoking. Yeah. Love it. All day. That's spectacular. All we did was drink coffee and look like like sit across from each other in her and living room. And chain smoke. Yeah. That is. And you could smoke inside in her living room, right? Of course. That must be a great trip for you. It was great. Right? And then she would go to bed, and then I would go and write dick jokes and smoke inside. Right. It's like all I want to do. Right? That's just write in a notebook and smoke. I don't even smoke and I want to do that. Yeah, it's like that, I would love to just write dick jokes and smoke cigarettes yeah. all day. That sounds like a fun, fun time. You know? Yeah. Go down to the river, get my pussy wet a little bit, and then come back up and write some uh, more. <laughs> out of all the things that we said on this podcast, <laughs> that one I was least comfortable with. <laughs> And I'm expressing all of my <laughs> listeners' feelings right now. You guys are welcome to shudder, shake that one off a bit. <laughs> you know that thing the dogs do yeah. after, <laughs> after like after like a good dump or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that was that was rough, Ooh, man. All right, same well, hunter on Instagram. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> so last last question, last thought you could leave us on. Uh, I always ask my guests. I'm sure my listeners have grown accustomed to this now. You could leave us on something, uh, famous last words or uh, something you could speak into infinity, be it something to be remembered by or just some piece of advice you could give to, you know, some piece of wisdom that you've gained from being Sam Hunter for 24 years, was it? 24. 24 years. What's, uh, what, what, would you, what would you leave us as that last little uh, nice, nice knowing you guys? We're all going to die. Oh, fuck. So you might as well do what you want. Nice. As long as you're not hurting somebody else, right? You might as well do what you want, because we're all gonna die. You like constantly putting off things because you don't have the money right now. You don't want to leave your job right now. You might hurt somebody's feelings. It's like you, you, we're gonna die. So what are you doing? This is, a, this is a quick life. It goes by real fast. Yeah. And you could be dead at 36, and you're married and have two kids like my mom, mm-hmm. with no health issues. Wasn't a fucking murder or anything. Wasn't suicide. Like she just. It was a freak accident. So you might as well do what the fuck you want and just love unconditionally. Yeah. That is it. And it's going to be from yourself and it's going to be for yourself. And a byproduct of that is going to be loving people around you unconditionally <sighs> while you do what you want because we're going to die. And that is going to make you a fucking phenomenal person. And you're going to constantly fall short of that because that's a huge goal is to love people unconditionally and doing what you want because it's really fucking hard. But even the effort in that process makes you a fucking badass person. And I love you. And I love you, Stefano. Aww. That's it. He's not all dick jokes, guys. That was lovely. Yeah. What a, what a fantastic way to end this one on. Uh, on that note, let these people know where they can find you. All right. Big Sam Hunter on Twitter and Instagram. I'm the house MC at the Stress Factory in Bridgeport. Um, I can also I also go to the New Jersey Club about once or twice a month like for like two weekends or whatever. Uh, one weekend, two weekends. I am starting a project, a podcast. It's called Sam Hunter's Love Project, and it's Aww. basically about that. Nice, yeah, dude. Self-loathing piece of shit uh, is trying to get better. I like it. Yeah, and I'm gonna have people on to talk about. Um, it's not really. It's a comedy podcast, so it's right. gonna be a lot of dick jokes. But the like the the core of it is still. I did I made two jerk off you did. hands you did. when I did it. the core I, you, of it. You could have said ski poles. No. You really could have said ski poles. No. It had to be dicks. Yes, for sure. Right. So check out, so follow me on Instagram, Big Sam Hunter, Twitter, sometimes I use, um, catch me at the Stress Factory. Keep an eye out for my podcast coming soon. Somebody love me. Be my girlfriend or boyfriend. <laughs> and that's that. Beautiful. And as always, guys, you know where you can find me, uh, Snapchat, Stephabro93, Twitter at Stephabro, Instagram, Stephabro93, 
Facebook, Stefano Sanzo. Email, sanzostefano at gmail.com. Why would you need any of those? I don't know, but maybe you just want to say hello. Tell me how much you love the show, how much you love Sam. Please tell Sam how much you love him, guys. My That's- mom's dead. Oh. <laughs> I think you'll really appreciate the love, everybody. And on that note, drink more water and be nicer to each other. Thanks, Stefano.